Ephesians chapter 3. I've been thinking about this, and um, uh, just uh, there's, such, there's so many good things in the Word of God, uh, so many great scriptures in the Word of God. And, um, uh, and this one here is, this is Ephesians chapter 3, it says in verse 16, it says that he, um, that the Lord would grant us according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might in the inner man, uh, by his spirit in the inner man. Uh, and so it says he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Well, how, how big are the riches of his glory? Pretty big, right? Is, is the Lord on food stamps? Is the Lord, is the Lord struggling? Is the is Lord uh, making payment, uh, payments on things in heaven? Uh, no. Uh, how big is the riches of his glory? Pretty big, right? Could you even put a number to it? I imagine you couldn't even put a number to it. So according to or measured by the riches of his glory. So when, when the Lord operates with us, that's, that's his measurement. Is how, how much should I do for them? Well, let's go see how much glory we got. That, that's how we're going to help them, right? Well, how much glory we got? Okay, let's help them that amount. That's how he does things, amen? It's not barely get by. It's not just enough to, to scrape by. It's according to his glory. So let, before I do anything, let me see how big my glory is, and that's how I'm going to operate in the earth. Uh, and he says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might. Uh, and that word might there is dunamis, right? The supernatural miracle work and power of God. That you'd be strengthened with the supernatural miracle work and power uh, of God by his spirit. So that's, how, that's where it comes from, right? Is his spirit. Where? In the inner man. Inside of you. So you can be strengthened with, with, the, with the, the supernatural miracle work and power of God according to or measured by all the glory, the riches of his glory in heaven. On the inside of you. That's how strong you can be. Now, is that a true statement or not? It's a true statement, right? Uh, well, well why, why don't we live that way? Well, how do we activate this verse? Uh, we have to choose to believe that it's so. Amen? Well, what if you don't believe it's so? Well, it's still so. It's just no, no longer effective in your life. Well, I don't believe that. Well, then that's exactly what you'll have, right? Uh, but if you do believe this, how strong can you be? According to the riches of his glory, right? Uh, that's pretty strong. Amen? How many times have you heard the church, I just, I just can't do it. It's just too hard. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if, I, if it, I'm going to succeed. Well, how is that measured according to the riches of his glory? Well, the riches of his glory is way up here, but you're saying that you're living way down here. Amen? So uh, how, how much power has the church left on the table? All the power's out there. Uh, all the ability of God is out there. According to the riches of his glory, we can be strengthened with all might in our inner man. That's inside of you, amen? Not just on the outside of you, not that God is powerful. He is, right? Then, well, God can do everything he can. But he wanted to put that everything inside of you uh, so that there's nothing that you can't come up against that, that you can't find a way over, amen? Can't find a way through, uh, amen? Uh, and so we activate this verse by our faith. We choose to believe this is so. If you choose to believe it's not so, it's still so. It's just no longer effective in your life, Amen? All of the Word of God is so. It just depends on, on how much you want to believe it to make it so in your life. Uh, and so uh, th this is such a, a powerful verse here that, that ac according to the riches of his glory, that you can be strengthened with all might in your inner man, uh, all, with, with all supernatural miracle work and power on the inside of you. Be strengthened. Well, if you're strengthened by that supernatural miracle work and power, uh, uh, what what thing could come against your life that you wouldn't have the strength to overcome? Is there anything in this earth that would be stronger than that? Well, well why is the church just really, uh, uh, I was thinking, well, just pitiful, right? <laughs> that's probably the, the best way to describe it. We're just pitiful most of the time, right? I mean, as, a, as a whole, right? Not any of us because we're all perfect, right? But, but other people in a church, outside the church, uh, outside of our church, right? uh, but as a whole, how, how weak is the church? To overcome life, just barely getting by. The smallest thing happens, and we just crawl, uh, curl up in a fetal position and, and uh, weep and cry about how hard life is. And yet, he said we can be strengthened with all might in the inner man. All might, amen. Strengthened. Uh, so, if you're strengthened with all might in the inner man, th there's just nothing that you can't overcome. Nothing. If it comes your way, it's, it's just a thing, amen. Uh, uh, you know, when, when uh, Goliath came up against David, the Bible says David ran towards him, ran towards him. He didn't just like, oh, what do you think, boys? What are you going to do? Let's sneak up on him, right? No, he ran towards him. 
and, and that's the way the church needs to be. We've got a problem. Let's run towards it. Amen. What, what, you, you, brother, you need to use some wisdom. Absolutely, I'm using wisdom. I'm running towards it because I'm strengthened with all might in the inner man. There's nothing I can't overcome and nothing that can defeat me. Uh, and, and that's the way we need to think. We need to have our minds renewed. See, that's, that's when the Bible talks about renewing your mind. That's what it's talking about. Do you think this way? Do you think when a situation arises in your life, it's just a thing? I'm strong with Almighty in the inner man. There's no way it can overcome me. There's no way it can overtake me. There's no way I can fail. I'm strong with all, according to the riches of his glory. So if you're wondering, well, Lord, I, I mean, I feel strong. Well, how strong is it? You just look up and see the glory of God. That's how strong you can be. The riches of his glory is the measure of the strength that you can walk in in this life. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good measurement, amen? But you have to activate it by your faith. I can't activate it for you. You have to activate that truth by your faith. You have to believe that you are strengthened with all might in the inner man, and nothing can overcome you, nothing can defeat you, nothing can override your life, amen? Uh, and, and if that's true, then, then the church should be much more successful than, than we are, amen? And I've just been meditating on this verse all week and just, you know, these verses like this should live big on the inside of you. When you see that verse, even if you look at your own life, Lord, I'm, I'm below that verse, but I'm going to get there. Amen? It doesn't matter that you're below the verse. It, it matters that, that your desire is to get there. And the Lord will show you, well, here's how to do that. Speak this, say this, do that, and he'll show you how to get there. Amen? So uh, let's, let's be strengthened with all might according to the riches of his glory in the inner man. Amen? Uh, and as we do that, let's stand and greet each other for just a minute, and we'll get into praise and worship. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and honor. You are the great king of the earth. Father, we worship you. You have laid the foundations of the earth, Father the sky Father you have the ability to do that Father you did it by your spoken word by the power Father that backs up your word we thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father, Father we pray for the nation of Israel. Father, you declared in the New Testament that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Our weapons, Father, are not in this natural world. The weapons of the church, Father, are not bullets and machines and airplanes and tanks, Father. The weapons of the church, Father, are mighty through God, supernatural, spectacularly strong through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, Father. So, Father, we pray for the nation of Israel, your people, Father, your chosen people, in the name of Jesus. We speak to every demonic force, every power of darkness that's rising up against the nation of Israel. And we bind you in the name of Jesus. By the authority of the name of Jesus, we bind you. And we command you to cease and desist in your operations to stop your aggressions against the nation of Israel, against the people of God. We bind you in the realm of the Spirit. You will no longer have the force and ability to operate through the men of the earth. You will cease and desist in your operations. Now, in the name of Jesus, and Father, we speak to, to your angels to go forth and to expose and to show those that have been held captive, been taken captive, Father, by the enemy, to let them see and to escape, Father, and to be brought back to safety end this aggression against your people. Father, we thank you that your light will go forth and shine in the darkness, even in the hearts of men, Father, that have come against your people. Father, we thank you that you, your people will be saved, Father. Your people, Father, will be strengthened. Your people will be 100% victorious, Father, in this endeavor. And this will come to a swift and a speedy end. And Father, we thank you all the, the world will know the name of the Most High God. All the world will know that, a, that the God of the heavens, God of the earth, watches over his people to protect them. And no man, no, no nation, Father, no enemy can come against them and succeed. Father, we thank you 
that you'll cause confusion in, in the hearts of the men attacking your people, that you'll cause confusion in the demonic forces, Father, that are coming against your nation. Father, they will not, not know which way to turn, left or to right. They will have no wisdom and no understanding and no ability, Father, to execute a plan. Complete and total confusion, Father, in the enemy of, of mankind. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. It will come to a swift and a speedy end. In the name of Jesus, Father. You said in your word, Father, that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So we bind the forces of darkness and we loose the angels of God to go forth and execute victory, complete and total victory, Father. And Lord, we thank you for these things. Father, we join our faith with the faith of your people all around this world that are praying for the nation of Israel. We thank you, Father, that you move on behalf of the prayers of your people. We thank you for that, Father. And Father, we thank you that we will see victory. We will see victory, Father. In the name of Jesus. to be so Father because we, are, we Father are strengthened with all might according to the riches of your glory in our inner man there is no enemy of mankind stronger Father than the riches of your glory no enemy stronger Father than the strength of your might we thank you Father we are the strong people of God we declare victory, Father, to be so in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And Father, for all of these things, we give you praise and honor and glory for them, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise God. Is the Lord good? You know, he just reminded me during praise and worship that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And, um, you know, we're, we're fine with the, with the armies doing their job. My job is not to take up bullets and, and airplanes. My job is to take up faith and to speak faith. Amen. That's the job of the church. That's what we've been assigned to do. And so we're thankful for that. Amen. We're thankful that we have the ability to do that. Well, let's open up our Bibles to the book of Matthew. We'll continue there today. We have been teaching on um, the uh, Sermon on the Mount. And, um, you know, it's all of chapter 5, all of chapter 6, all of chapter 7. Of the book of Matthew, so this was a this was a, a long dissertation by the Lord Jesus. We've uh, managed to make it longer uh, on Sunday mornings, but you know that's okay. I don't know. I haven't actually added up the number of hours we've taught. It might be about the same. I don't know. We'll see, right? Uh, it doesn't matter because one word of Jesus, you can spend a lifetime uh, dissecting and trying to understand all that it says. Amen. And so we're fine either way. Uh, and so uh, we're here. Uh, we had talked about. Uh, the false prophets last week, amen? Are there any false prophets in the earth today? There are false prophets in the earth today, amen? Uh, do we shoot them and break their kneecaps? No, we pray for them and, and ask the Lord to do with them as he, as he sees fit, amen? Uh, but there are false prophets in the earth. So uh, are, we, are we to be afraid of everything that's said? No, do we have a way to, to, uh, to discern who's a false prophet and who's a true prophet? Sure, easiest thing in the world. Amen. We went through those. We went through several different things uh, last week, uh, but really the most important thing is what does your heart say about it? Amen. Uh, and then you can use the Word of God to see if it, if they say anything that violates the Word of God. And plenty of people do. They'll say things that just completely violate the Word of God, uh, and so you throw away everything they just said. Amen. Uh, and so now, look. Uh, sometimes people make mistakes, so you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes people just have you know incorrect ideas. Uh, and, and for whatever reason, you know, they may just have a, having a bad day. Uh, you know, they, they tell us that uh, William Branham was, was at, at the time back in the, in the 50s. And, uh, I don't know when he passed away. I think it was in the 60s. Uh, but um, during his time, they called him the, the greatest prophet of our nation. Uh, and he could go in and, and he would know by the, by the Spirit of God, you know, what your social security number was, right? 
uh, uh, when you ate that extra donut that you thought nobody was watching, right? He could tell you those things and by the Spirit of God. Uh, and so, but at the same time, he would get up and teach that uh, the Eve and women are the source of all of our problems uh, and not having any discernment uh, of the Word of God, amen? Uh, and so, uh, was that, did that make him a false prophet? No, it just made him a bad teacher, amen? Uh, and so I know he had a point, right? That, I mean, you know, that women are the source of all of our problems. You know, I mean, you can argue that case in some, some situations. Uh, no, not really. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, what's that? <laughs> I may have to preach that and run out the door, right? Uh, no, it, it's, uh, it's actually not even true, right? Because uh, Eve wasn't the source of all of our problems. Adam was. It was Adam's fault that we are in the situation we're in now. Amen. Uh, Eve really didn't have much to do with it. Uh, and so that's not even so much a false prophet as just a bad teacher, amen? Uh, it's it's uh, when the motivation behind them uh, is to harm you without you knowing it, amen? Sometimes it's to, uh, Jesus talked about it and, and uh, some of the prophecies talked about it, that they were there to, to uh, for their own covetousness, right? They wanted to get things out of your pocket. They want to get money out of your pocket. And uh, and so uh, they, are, they are in, in the church today, amen? Uh, and so uh, we're not suspicious, but uh, we also don't just accept everything anybody says, amen? Every, anything that anybody says, we take it, number one, to the Word of God. Does it, does it uh, line up perfectly with the Word of God? And number two, we, we take it to the Spirit of God. Uh, is there anything in the Spirit of God says, no, you don't accept that, amen? So if a, if a prophet speaks over you, are you required to accept everything they say? No, in fact, you're required to accept nothing they say until it gets judged first by the Word of God and secondly by the Spirit of God, amen? After it meets those two criteria, then you can accept it, amen? Before then, you completely ignore it and don't accept it at all, amen? Uh, and especially the second part about does it line up with the Spirit of God, because uh, uh, some things, uh, you know, if I just prophesied over you that you're going to be a prophet to the nations, was well, there any book, chapter, and verse that you could say that it violates the Bible? No, that you can't really do that because there were prophets to the nation. Jeremiah was a prophet of the nation. So it could line up with the word of God. But, but if your greatest desire was to be, you know, the janitor of the church, and then someone comes along and says you're the prophet of the nations, you know, the, the, Lord, the Lord would have been working on you for years that you're the prophet of the nations before you ever became the prophet of the nations. He would be training you, preparing you for that work long before you ever did that work. Uh, and so you would know, it would not be a surprise when the prophet said those things. But to many people, you know, their, their greatest desire is to stay at home and, you know, and, and pet the cat. And then someone comes along and says, you know, you'll preach to the nations. Well, what am I going to do about my cat? I mean, you know, you didn't say anything about the cat. You know, I mean, I love my cat. And, and, uh, and maybe that's your job is to pet the cat all your life. Amen. Uh, and so it's... Uh, uh, we live in the New Testament. That's the wonderful thing about living in the New Testament is we don't have to just go along with whatever we hear. Amen? Uh, we should be like the Bereans in, in Acts chapter 17. It says they were more noble than the Thessalonians because they, they searched the Scriptures daily to see if the things that Paul said, that Paul, right? Not just, you know, it wasn't Barnabas or, 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 or Silas or, you know, Timothy or, you know, second tier kind of guy, right? Now, we're not trying to diminish anybody, but, you know, I mean, Paul, he's Paul, right? But so, so the Bereans didn't accept everything Paul said. In fact, they said, well, hang on. You just said that, I'll be right back. How long would it take them to find a scroll that, that, that lined up with what they said, right? They had to go, go to a library, go to a building, go to a shelf, right? Find a scroll. Well, what scroll is it in? I don't know. I mean, uh, there's not a page, right? I mean, a scroll could be like the whole book of Isaiah. There's 66 chapters. How long would it find, you know, not knowing what book, chapter, and verse it was, how long would it take you to find that, amen? Uh, and so... Uh, the, the, it, but they did it daily, every day. He said that, let's go make sure it's so. Amen? Uh, before they accepted it. Well, that's the, that's the correct thing to do in the New Testament. Amen? No matter what anybody says, whether it's the pastor or a prophet or anybody, any, anything anybody says, you take it, number one, to the Word of God and to the Spirit of God. And if it passes those two things, then you accept it. Amen? What if I don't like it? It doesn't matter. If it passes those two, those two requirements, then you accept it. Amen? Uh, and so uh, then Jesus, he's, he's kind of winding down. You know, we're, we're nearly to the end uh, of the sermon here. Uh, he's kind of winding things down. He, he starts out in verse 21. He says, uh, he says Not uh, everyone that, that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doth the things that my Father, uh, doth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, 
Have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then, I will, then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work, uh, ye that work iniquity. Uh, and so, notice what, uh, in verse 21, Though not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, shall we not enter uh, into the kingdom of heaven? Uh, and, and again, in verse 22, many will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not uh, prophesied in thy name? Uh, and so, uh, he's, and he goes on and, and uh, professes what's going to happen to them. Uh, uh, he said the issue is that they have not done the will of the Father in heaven. So they're saying that they're doing the will of the Father in heaven, but they're not doing the will of the Father in heaven. In that conflict right there, the difference between saying and doing is the whole issue of humanity, right? What you say versus what you do. Uh, and so, and that, that's the great struggle, amen? A lot of times we, we're saying things, well, I'm a wonderful Christian of God. Uh, and of course, it goes back to what he said about the false prophets, about they'll be known by their fruit. Right? They're not going to be known by what they say, they're going to be known by what they do. Amen. Now, those two things, uh, if you look at the Lord God himself, what he says and what he does are exactly the same. There's no difference between what the word of God and the actions of God. They are always exactly the same. But humanity, they could be as far as the east is from the west. What people say and what they do. Amen. And sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll say one thing and they'll do something else. But even, even in this case, uh, what they did had the appearance of looking right. Amen? And yet it wasn't right. Uh, and a lot of times uh, people will say, well, I'm doing right. And you look at it, it's like, well, that's not right. Even if they say that it's doing right. Amen? And so uh, the issue for the church is we've got to make sure that what we say and what we do are in perfect alignment with the Word of God. Uh, and, and, and that can be really hard for folks because you've got all kinds of uh, motivations in the church. And sometimes people are doing things. And, and you can look at that because what did they say they were doing? Uh, Lord, have we not prophesied in a name? Anything wrong with prophesying? Well, no. Uh, Lord, in thy name, have we cast out devils? Anything wrong with casting out devils? Well, I mean, clearly not, right? Uh, 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 anything wrong in thy name? Have we done many wonderful works? Anything wrong with doing wonderful works? Well, no. So on the, on the exterior, on the outside, when you see these things, they may look to be like the things that you'd want to do. They may be, look like the things that we should be doing. I mean, prophesying, casting out devils, doing wonderful works, those all look good. And yet, what did Jesus say about them? He said, I never knew you. So, so sometimes the church gets in this rat race of, I want to have the appearance of being a Christian. I want to look like a Christian. I make sure I go to church, right? And so, uh, of course, we're all talking to you all because why are we talking to you? Because you're here, right? Uh, we're not talking to people out there. You know, we're talking to you because you're here, amen? Uh, and so, uh, so, well, I'm not going to go to church. Well, you know, it's not about that... that uh, what, what the things that they're actually doing, it's are they doing and saying, are they the same thing, amen? So the issue for these folks is they, they were, what was important to them was to have the appearance of doing right, but in the inside, what did Jesus say at the very end? Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. See, the, the actual natural things they were doing had the appearance of being right, but Jesus said, what you're actually doing is working iniquity, why? Because there was no sincerity in what they were doing. They, they were doing it out of hypocrisy. They wanted to have the appearance of it. But on the inside, the, Jesus said, you're whitewashed sepulchers full of dead men's bones. Remember that? He told, told the Pharisees that. See, a lot of times people will do things because they want to have the appearance of being a Christian. Well, how many things has Jesus talked about in the whole Sermon on the Mount about uh, why are you doing the things you're doing? Are you doing them for appearance? Are you doing them to obtain glory from mankind? Or are you doing them because that's the will of my Father? And so... What's, it, what's really important for the church to know is why are you doing what you're doing? What's the motivation of doing what you're doing? Amen? Uh, because if your motivation is to be seen of men, Jesus said that's working iniquity. If your motivation is to get glory, to get prestige, and to have a famous name, then, then Jesus said that's working iniquity. Yeah, but they look like good things. I mean, we're, we're doing wonderful works of God. We're feeding the poor. We're clothing the naked. We're doing all these things. Amen? And a lot of times the church will even, uh, they'll pull out some of the from, from prophecies where you go 
to the, towards the end of the book of Matthew, chapter 24 and 25, when he talked about the sheep and the goats, and, you know, you're, you're the goats of those who, you know, didn't do these things, right? Didn't go visit me in prison, didn't clothe me when I was naked, didn't feed me when I was hungry. And so, it's, uh, in fact, one person said, the only difference between the sheep and the goats is what they did and didn't do. Well, that can't be further from the truth. Because when did he call them sheep and goats? When they, when they appeared to him, Amen. He didn't say, well, you're all are sheep right now until I review what you've done, and then I'm going to, then I'm going to convert you, or, and then I'm going to tell you that, well, now, because what you've done, and you, because what you didn't do, now you're a goat. No, they were goats the whole time. They were goats while they were doing the good things and while they were doing the bad things. They were goats. Amen? You're not a goat based upon what you do or don't do. You're a goat because what's on the inside of your heart. Amen? Uh, and so, and the problem in the church, though, is if you just measure by natural means... It's really hard because uh, aren't, aren't good people uh, prophesying in the name of the Lord? Aren't good people casting out devils? Aren't good people doing wonderful works? Well, they are. Well, also, aren't people who are working iniquity prophesying in the name of the Lord? Aren't people who are working iniquity also casting out devils? Aren't people who are working iniquity also doing wonderful works? Well, then, so you can't measure it by any external means. Amen? Uh, and for us... Uh, you know, the, the sermon's not about other people, right? The sermon's not about, well, I know about that guy over there. No, the sermon's for me, right. amen? The sermon's for me, is, is for me to judge, well, why did I just do that? Why did I do that wonderful work? What, what's my motivation in doing that, amen? Yeah. You see, it's not about uh, what you say because people say, oh, I'm such a wonderful person. A lot of times people will try to think that if I, if I say I'm a wonderful person, then the Lord will back me up. And the Lord's like, <laughs> that's not how it works, Amen. It's not just you saying you're a wonderful person, amen? Of course, you know, a lot of times I say around here, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wonderful person, and I know I am, but it doesn't matter what I say anyway, right? It matters what the Lord says, amen? Uh, and so, so, so how, you know, for us, how, how, do we, how do we get out of this situation? How do we get out of this rat race? Uh, well, the, the whole issue with, 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 with the situation with these people right here is there is a disconnect from what they said and what they did. Uh, and, and what happens in the church oftentimes is we get in this pressure to have the appearance of being a Christian, but uh, when we go down to Walmart or we go down to the restaurant, you know, we forget that we're a Christian. When, when somebody says something we don't like, we, we forget that we're a Christian. And the issue is there's such a disconnect between what we say and what we do. And Jesus said the most important thing is do the will of the Father. And for the church, we need to find that way of how do I live so that I am the same everywhere? That, that, that I'm just an open book. And we should live as open books. We shouldn't have, well, I, I don't want people to really know who I am. You know, there's a lot of Christians who don't really want to know, they don't want other people to really know who they are because they're not very nice people. Well, then change. Become a nice person. It's okay to actually be a nice person, right? Well, you don't know what they've done to me. I don't care. The, the word of God says I can be strengthened with all might in my inner man. It doesn't say as, unless somebody does something mean to me. I can be strengthened with all might and live exactly the same way inside and outside. Amen. I want to be the same way when I go home and, and I'm with, with my wife and, and, and the cat does something I don't like or the dog doesn't do I want to be the exact same person. Amen. And Jesus said the problem with these people who are workers of iniquity, they're not the same person. They're saying all these wonderful things, but, but they're workers of iniquity. Uh, and so that, that's, that, that's the great struggle of the church. And, you know, uh, th there's a word that we often use in this, in this scenario called hypocrisy. Anybody know about hypocrisy, right? Hypocrisy means to, to the, the word the hypocrite uh, is really, if you look at the original Greek, it's really talking about an actor on a stage. Uh, that's where it comes from. It's talking about they were actors on stage and they would wear masks, you know, because they were acting like they were somebody else, right? So they put a mask on. Uh, they look like the devil because they were playing a part of the devil and put a mask on looking like, you know, a warrior or something because they were playing the part of a warrior. But really they weren't, they weren't actually the devil. They weren't actually a warrior. They were playing that part. And so it wasn't really meant as a negative when you talk about actors because that's their job is to, you know, they're just play acting and that's fine. But the, the church is not supposed to play act. We, should, we shouldn't have this, this facade of looking like one thing but being like something else. We should be exactly the same everywhere we go. When we come to the church and say, it's glad to see you, we should really mean it's glad to see you. Amen? Right. We should be it's glad to see you, and I hope you get run over there on your way home. You know, I mean, <laughs> there should be that, right? There should be this conflict on the inside of you. You're saying this, but you really mean that, right? 
you know, be blessed. You'll bless their heart, right? In Tennessee, when you say bless your heart, that means I think you're stupid and you really need help to even get out of the rain. But we, now it sounds good, right, when you say bless your heart, but we don't really mean bless your heart. We really mean, wow, they probably won't make it home. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's not the way we should be. Amen? We shouldn't say one thing and be something else. We should be exactly the same on the inside as we are on the outside. And it's really easy to do if you, if you choose to not have a reputation. If you just choose to just, just who I am, right? Now, look, I, I am who I am, right? Uh, and and I, like to, I like to cut up and have a good time. I have no, everybody doesn't like that, right? I've noticed, you know, a lot of times people, I'll, I'll make a joke. And, and in fact, we, where were we yesterday? I said something and you said, you know, he's just joking. I don't know. Uh, we, we did something, you know, because I, I made a joke about something, you know. Now, and, 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 of course, my wife, she's always trying to help me out. He's just joking, right? He, he doesn't really mean that. Now, and, and, well, what if, they, what if they took offense at it? Well, I didn't mean any offense at it, right? And, and so, because I'm going to live the way that I am. Now, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Well, that's just the way that I am. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But, you know, sometimes people, you know, uh, I, I was going to say they're just slow, but, you know, maybe that's being unkind to them. Because uh, if I'm joking, they should figure out I'm joking, right? Most of the time they know I'm joking. Uh, and, and so... Uh, years ago, we, uh, we were at a soccer uh, game, and, and they're warming up, and, and one of the girls spit on the ground, and, and I went over there and, and just said to them, real stern, you know, don't ever spit on the ground like that again. Now, they knew I was joking, but their friend was like, oh. <laughs> you just so mean. You're such a mean dad. And, and, and my daughter said, he's just joking, you know. Is that really? Because <laughs> they, they, they knew the tone, you know. Because uh, I could use other tones. They know when I use that tone, they know he's not joking, right? But, uh, uh, and so uh, they, they learn to know you. But, we, you know, we need to live the same way on, in, 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 on the inside as we are on the outside. And it's the easiest thing in the world to do if we, if, if we want to always try to be like the Lord Jesus. The, the conflict in the church is oftentimes, well, I want to be the way I want to be, and I don't, you know, don't want to change. And so instead of changing, we try to cover up and hide that person so that the person doesn't come out at church or that the person doesn't come out when other Christians are looking at us. But if there's no Christians looking around, you know, we're going to be, you know, whatever, right? We, we, it's the, uh, Paul calls it in the book of Ephesians, the old man. Amen. And, and a lot of times what people do is they keep the old man, but they put the mask on front of the old man. So when they come to church, you know, it's all smiles, you know, and you take out, the, it's like, you know, you, and it's like, I want, that, I want that guy back there, right? Just like, you know, these Facebook preachers, right? You see them on Facebook and, oh, God is wonderful and big and kind. And you see them at Walmart and it's like they're cussing out the, the, the cashier because they got, uh, took an extra 50 cents out of, their, out of their bill or whatever. And it's like, I want the guy that I saw on Facebook. Because the guy I'm seeing at Walmart is not the same guy, amen? But it's what they, they put the mask on. And it just, you know, you know how distasteful that is to the Lord? He calls them workers of iniquity. Well, I, I was good at church. You know, I did this wonderful thing at church. Who cares? If you put a mask on when you leave the church or you put, take your mask off when you leave the church, then, then Jesus said that, that is displeasing to the Father. Amen? Uh, and so uh, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a great struggle. And, of course, what did Jesus say? He said, I never knew you. Those are, those are, those are four tough words. You know, in, in the world, uh, people think that they're so famous. Amen? Uh, and, uh, you know, there's some famous musician or some famous singer. And, of course, that's not my world. I don't, you know, I couldn't tell you, you know, uh, even the songs I do like, I, I couldn't even tell you who sings it. Who sings it? I don't know. It's that guy, right? Sometimes it's not even a guy. It's just, a, you know, or it's a girl. It's a guy singing in a high, high uh, uh, range or whatever. And, I, I mean, sometimes I can't even get the gender right. Of course, nowadays, that's not really a problem. But, uh, and so... Uh, but the, these, these famous singers, they think they're so important. And, and you know, you wonder, sometimes I'd like to go up and just, uh, uh, well, it, it, like a friend of mine, we, we was uh, working at, um, Benny Hand had come to Nashville, and he'd asked some of the local churches to help out ushering, and so we went ushered, and, and he used to have the singer, uh, I, I forget what this, it was Steve something or other, was, was, was the singer that would, would travel with, Benny Hinn, and of course, in that circle, everybody knew him, right? Oh, he's Steve, right? The singer. Everybody knows him. Uh, and he, and he uh, I mean, who, who, in our circles, who knew about Benny Hinn? Well, everybody, right? I mean, uh, and so, so uh, because my friend, he was like six foot three, football player. Uh, he, he had to run the VIP section, right? So nobody could sit in the VIP section except for VIPs. Uh, 
And so this lady comes up and says, you know, uh, I'm supposed to uh, sit here. And, uh, and he said, what's your name? And, and uh, uh, he, she told him his name. And he said, well, well, you're not on the list. She said, well, but I'm, I'm so-and-so's wife. You know, so, I mean, she thought that would get her in. And my friend looked at her and said, ma'am, he said, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody, knew, everybody knew him except for this one guy, right? Uh, and so my friend didn't know who this was, right? And so she thought that she would get in. Now, she didn't have a bad attitude about it or anything, you know, but, but she was thinking, well, I'll just tell him my name and that will get me in. I'm, I'm famous. I'm, well, I'm not famous. My, wife, my husband's famous, so, but I'm with him, right? Just like when I'm with my wife, I'm with her, right? And so, because uh, everybody loves my wife, and so I'm just with her, amen? And so... So I'm, I'm, I'm his wife. Uh, ma'am, I don't know who that is. And so, and, and the lady had a great idea. She said, that's fine. She laughed. She said, that's fine. So she went and got the, the lady in charge. And they came back and said, it's okay for her to sit there. Okay, no problem, right? And so, uh, but you know, these famous singers, they think, uh, you know, everybody knows me. I don't know. I couldn't, you know, if I saw them, at, you know, anywhere, I wouldn't know them. I couldn't tell you their name. And they'd be like, oh, you're such, you're such, a, you know, backwards, you know, uh, you just don't know anything. I know the king. That's who I know. Amen. I know the king by name. And he knows my name. Uh, and so if I don't know your name, I mean, you know, that, your name does not impress the Lord. Uh, and yet the, these billionaires, these big singers, these famous people, they think that they're somebody. Amen. Uh, and, and, and the Lord, you, you know, everybody in the earth, you know, they, a billion people might know their name. They stand before the Lord Jesus and he say, I don't, I don't know you. I never, he said, I never knew you. Right now, what he says, he said, I, I never knew you. That's, that's tough words. I never knew you. Those are tough words. When these billionaires that, that everybody in the world knows their names, like Bill Gates and people like that, everybody in the world almost knows their name. The king of kings, they'll stand before him. He's, uh, he, he'd be like, who's this guy? He, that, that's Bill Gates. Who, who's, who's that? I, I don't know him, Right? And, and a lot of these people, they'll, they'll, uh, uh, you remember back in the Old Testament there when, when the king, uh, King Saul was supposed to kill, uh, I think it was the Amorite king, uh, uh, I think his name was Agag or something like that. Uh, and um, <clears throat> uh, he was supposed to kill him and he didn't kill him. And, and so, uh, they, but they did capture him. And so he, uh, he waltzes in and, and he's thinking he's going to get off, right? That uh, they were, uh, all those supposed to kill him. So he kind of walks in all kind of high and mighty, you know, we, we, let's just be friends now. You know, we, it's all over with. You know, we didn't really mean any of this stuff. And, and, and of course, Samuel or, or uh, the King Saul, who's supposed to have killed him, like, well, you know, maybe we'll let you slide, you know. Uh, and, and Samuel just walked over there and just, and just took his head off, right? Just right, out, right there in front of everybody. Uh, I never knew you. Amen. You may think you're a king, you may think you're important, but the Lord says, I never knew you. Amen. I want the Lord to know my name. Don't you want the Lord to know your name? Amen. Uh, and so the two most important things to do is, is to say and do the same thing. Say and do the same thing. What's the will of the Father, right? They did not do the will of the Father. Now, they were doing things that look like the will of the Father, right? Prophesying, casting out devils, doing wonderful works. He said, that's not the will of my Father. He said, the will of my Father is what I've told you to do. A lot of times the church will do things for the appearance of being, uh, the appearance of, of being right without doing the will of the Father. Amen? Because their motivation is to be seen or their motivation is to obtain fame and fortune. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you do. It matters, are you doing the will of the Father? The specifics are not important. Uh, what matters is, is that the will of God for you? Well, I'm doing, I'm doing good things. It doesn't matter. Uh, you remember in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, you don't have to turn it, I'll just read it there, but he said in verse 1, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Repentance from dead works. Any work that is not the will of the Father is a dead work. doesn't matter if it looks good. doesn't matter if it actually helps people. It matters, is it the will of the Father? Amen? Because you can feed somebody with the motivation of being seen of men, and it's still a dead work. And it'll have no impact on, on your account in heaven. Uh, and so... Uh, so Jesus, he made a big deal about, uh, about these people who, who what they say and what they do are two different things. Amen. Uh, and, and so we need to make sure we live the same everywhere we are. That what we do is the will of the Father. And if the Lord wants us to do it, then we'll do that. Uh, and, and what we say and what we do are always in alignment. That's who the Father is. Amen. Uh, and so, and, and it's, 
you know, for some people, it's really easy. For other people, it's really hard for, for them to, to get that alignment back in there. Because uh, the, the reason why so many folks are, are in the hypocrisy is because they, their reputation is more important than, than who they are. I want to be seen as being a good Christian, even if they're not a good Christian. Who cares what people, you know, what, what, their, what your reputation is with people? If you're doing the will of the Father and the, and the Father has got your back, then you're good. Amen? You know, just because I cut up, and some people think, you know, you're not a very serious person. I don't care. You know, I mean, if, you know, if, I, if I say a joke and somebody, oh, you're not very serious, I don't care. It's still funny, right? And so, <laughs> just because you don't have a sense of humor, that's not my problem. Amen? And I'm going to be who I am. Uh, it, it just, just like uh, before church, Jared walked in my office and said, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm, I'm writing code to convert Unicode from ASCII characters into, you know, something that the database can understand in VBA, right? Yeah, and if anybody can repeat that, uh, then, you know, I'll, I'll give you a lot of money, right? And Jared's like, sorry, I asked, right? <laughs> uh, and then we got to talk about why I was doing that. Uh, and so, well, well, you don't need to be doing that. Well, but it's important for me. Amen. For, I won't go into all the reason why I'm doing it. But, uh, you know, sometimes my wife regrets that she asks me what I'm doing because I'll tell her the same thing. And she'd be like, I don't know what you just said. What did you just say? Right. Uh, and so uh, because that, that's who I am, that's who the Lord created me, then it's OK. To, there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Uh, and so uh, we've got a few minutes here. Uh, I, I wanted to and maybe we'll get them done with this. If, if we do, that's great. If not, uh, we'll, we'll finish it up next week. Uh, but I want to continue there uh, when, um, uh, in, down in verse 24 here, uh, <clears throat> because it's kind of the same, it's the same general idea here. Uh, but he, he gets, gets down to verse 24, and he says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine, so now he's finishing up. I've just taught you all of chapter 5, all of chapter 6, all of chapter 7. He said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doth them, does the, do these things. Right. Whoever hears these things, and do, do, it's not just hearing, that's important, right? You've got to do these things, amen? Uh, it's not just hearing it, but it, we've got to do them as well. He said, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. It said, and the, and the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doth them, uh, shall be likened unto the foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell. And great was the fall of that. And I want to read uh, Luke's version of this as well, because he brings in a couple of other things here. He said, uh, this is Luke chapter 6, it starts in verse 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep. So uh, Matthew didn't bring that part up, but Luke says dig deep, right? Uh, and so if you're building a house, most important thing is, is you've got to dig deep enough to find rock, amen? Nowadays we can pour concrete and we can still get around some of that, but, uh, but if you want the most secure foundation, you dig until you hit rock, amen? Dig deep and lay the foundation on a rock. Uh, and he says, and when the floods arose and the steam beat vehemently upon the house, he could not shake it. Matthew says it fell not. Luke says he could not shake it. So uh, there's, a, there's a big difference even in that, amen? Because if it can't be shaken, then it surely won't also uh, fall. Uh, and the rest of what Luke says is pretty much what, uh, uh, what Matthew said. So the key to complete and total success in your life is hear and do. And it takes both of those, right? How many times did Jesus say, he who has ears to hear, let him hear? Why did he say that so many times? Because people will hear, I ain't doing that. People will hear things, that's too hard. People will hear, you don't understand my life. People will hear, it's like, well, you don't know what I've gone through. And what, what are they doing? As soon as they hear, they throw it away, right? As soon as they hear, it's like, I can't do that. And, and they think if they throw it away, they are no longer responsible for that. Uh, well, that's not true. If you hear it, then you are now responsible. Amen. Uh, and so if you want to be successful in, in your life, in every area of your life, a complete victory, complete joy and peace and happiness, then hear and do. Amen. Jesus said, he, he who hears my sayings and does them. So hearing is not sufficient. And doing is not sufficient. It's the hearing and doing. Amen. We're not just supposed to have the appearance of, of the things like he talked about in the previous uh, several verses. It's not just the appearance of doing things. It's you're doing things because you've heard them. 
on the inside of you. Amen. Lord, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to do what you've told me to do. Uh, and so if you hear and do, then when, uh, notice he talks about all the storms of life, right? The winds come in, in, the, uh, in, in uh, Luke. He talks about the streams coming. Uh, in uh, um, Matthew, he says the floods and the winds. Uh, in Luke, he says the floods and the streams. So uh, the, these winds and these storms and these floods and these streams, uh, their goal is to destroy your life. Amen? Either in a little way or in a big way, but their goal is to destroy your life. And Jesus said, if you hear and do, then what will you look like before they come? You will look like a strong, solid house. What will you look like while they're there, while those trials of life are there, the storms and the winds and the floods are there? What are you going to look like? Exactly the same. When they leave and they, they leave your life, what will you look like? You look exactly the same. Amen? Uh, and so uh, if you want to be successful in your life, then you hear and do. Because uh, he, he never says that if you walk as a Christian, there will never be a flood. There will never be storms. There will never be winds. Never be streams. He never said that, that if you live for God, that these things won't come against you. He said if you live for God, you will look exactly the same before, during, and after they come. And you will be unchanged. Uh, you will, Luke says you will not even be shaken. They'll, they'll come and go and somebody say, Oh, did you see that storm yesterday? I didn't notice it. Oh, it was rattling my windows. It was, the whole house was shaking. And you'd be like, I, 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 I didn't even notice. I'm sorry. I, was there a storm yesterday? Uh, you, uh, and and you, there's de uh, the destruction everywhere when you look out the window. But you look at your house and just there's nothing there. There's no change. Uh, and Jesus said, that's the way we can live. He, he finishes up the, the whole Sermon on the Mount with saying, look, if you listen to what I'm saying and do what I'm saying, he said, you'll be so strong, so secure. He said, when, when the floods come, you ever seen uh, pictures and videos of floods when they come? I think wipe everything out. I mean, it's, it's just gone. It's just the whole, it's like there was nothing even there. Maybe you'll see a foundation, but, but a lot of times there's just nothing there. They carry the entire house. You ever seen houses on floods? The whole house is going down the river. Why is that? They built the house on the sand, right? No foundation. The whole thing is just gone. Amen? And there's nothing behind it. And Jesus said, that's not how I want you to live. I want you to live so that no matter what comes, you're exactly the same before, during, and after. Not, to the point that you're not even shaken. You, you ever seen Christians, when, when something comes, they're like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Why do they do that? No foundation. The, the, the storm comes. Jesus never said, and, and you know what else he doesn't say? He doesn't say, when I send the storms, when I send the floods, he's not sending the storms and the floods. The sin in the world is sending the floods and the storms. God's not sending floods and storms. Why would he send the floods and storms and also give you the foundation? That's just messed up right there, amen? He's not sending the floods and the storms. But they are going to come, amen? Uh, and how much of the church... Come and say, oh, I've got oh, so many battle scars and wounds from my life. Living for God, it's so hard, but I've made it through, and I've got some scars, you know, the scars of life. And Jesus said, if you, if you live for him, you will look exactly the same before the storm comes. In the midst of the storm, you'll be exactly the same. And when the storm comes, you will walk over to the house and go, the storm must have passed this house. No, the storm came right through the house, right over the house, and not, a thing, not, not one shingle missing, right? Not a blade of grass out of, out of order, uh, it came right through here, right over the house, and we didn't even notice it until somebody told us about it. Because we, we, are, uh, we have set our foundation upon the Word of God uh, and the power of God. We will not be shaken. How much of the church is so shaken? For, uh, the least little thing happens. We crawl up in a fetal position and look like, just like the world. We forget Ephesians chapter 3 that we read earlier today, that we can be strengthened with all might according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh, according to his riches and glory, that's how strong we can be. And Jesus said, if you, all you have to do to be that way is just hear and do. Hear the things that I say and do these things. He said, I'll, I will, you will be just like a, a, a house set upon a strong foundation that can't even be shaken. No rattling, no, no vibration, no movement, no shingles lost, no, no windows cracked, uh, nothing. 
you know, people say, well, I, I made it, you know, uh, we, we barely survived, but we survived, you know, we're in the bathtub, and nothing else is in the house, we're, the bathtub is secure, because it was an iron tub, and, and, and the whole house is gone, but we're in the tub, and we're safe, right, get into the, inner, you, that's what they tell you, right, tornado comes, you get into the innermost room of the house, right, use the bathroom, closet somewhere, because there's a lot of structure there, get in the tub, and yeah, the whole house is ripped off and gone, but you're safe in the tub, no, that's not how we want you to be, he said, he wants you to be so that when the storms come, when the, when the streams come, when the floods come, there's no change in your life. No change. No wounds, no scars, no all, oh, how, how's the battle going, brother? Uh, was there a battle? Was there, did I miss something? Was there a battle? You didn't see the battle, the nuclear war. I, sorry, I, I, was, I was busy. I was, you know, straightening out my sock drawer because, you know, that's important to me. Uh, and and uh, I didn't notice there was a nuclear war outside the house. Uh, you can't tell from the, you go look at your house. You, well, nothing wrong with the house. I mean, every, every shingle's in place, right? Every shutter's still on the, uh, no, no difference. Exactly the same. Is that what Jesus said we can be like? How long, is it, how long has this been in the Word of God? For thousands of years. Why does the church live this way? Why does the church look just like the world? Every, stone, every time a storm comes, it's, all the churches are torn down just like any other building. All the Christians' houses are torn down. Just like, and I'm not about natural things, but just when the storms of life, you know, uh, how many Christians get under pressure, curl up in fetal positions, cry, and it's so hard being a Christian, and it's so hard living for God, and it's so hard. We, we are stricken with all might in our inner man. He said, and, and, and when he says your house, he's not just talking about your life. He's everything that, that's important to you can remain unshaken. Well, you know, he's only going to protect you spiritually. He didn't say that. Everything that pertains to you can be strengthened and stabilized uh, and, and can live in such a way so it's not moved. Amen? Not moved. Not shake, Not even shaken. That's, that should be our goal in life. <clears throat> How do we get there? He told you, he's, he just tells us right there. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and does them, hear and do, hear and do, right? James said, be a, uh, be a, uh, a doer of the word, not a hearer only, Right? Well, oh, that was a wonderful message. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. How have you changed? Nothing. Not a bit, right? Well, who cares if it's a wonderful message? If it doesn't, it doesn't change you to inspire you to get out, Lord, I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to be bigger. Storms of life, bring it on, right? It doesn't matter what they are. I have no fear of the storms of life. He, he never said I'm going to avoid the storms of life. He said when they come, I will be unchanged before, during, and after. Amen? If you've got a single battle scar, you are changed. If you've got a single wound in your life because of what happened yesterday, a single broken heart, a single, uh, a single uh, uh, emotional distress, then, you, then you, are, you are changed. I will be unchanged. You want to bring floods into my life? I will be unchanged. You want to say bad things about me? I will be unchanged. You, you want to, uh, the devil wants to bring anything to my life? I will be unchanged, and I will have complete and total victory. Amen? Because the only way you could be unchanged is to have victory over the storm. If the storm uh, tears your house off its foundation, then you've lost. Well, that's how we can be. And he said, here's how to do it. Just hear and do. Hear and do. Hearing's pretty important because a lot of people just goes right over them. What do you say? I have no idea. Just like Jared, what'd you do before church? I still have no idea what, it, you know, uh, he, you know, he understands it right. But if I told uh, uh, Chris, because she doesn't know how to do all that stuff, I could tell all that stuff. She's like, okay, I heard every word you said. I have no idea what you said, right? And so she didn't hear it. Amen. Uh, and and that's, that's fine because she's not the, that's not her world, right? She doesn't do those, those things, and so that, I'm, not, I'm not trying to diminish her in that because she doesn't know that. But we can do what Jesus said. We can hear what He says, and if we do these things, see uh, chapters five, six, and seven, amazing chapters. Amen. Do these things. Listen to these things. Check your motivation. Why are you doing what you're doing? Amen. And if you hear and do what He says, He said, doesn't matter what comes your way, you will be fine. Amen. And, and to me, that brings so much joy and so much, so much excitement in my life. Lord, I can, I can live this way? Yes. I can be victorious in everything? Absolutely. I can be completely unchanged no matter if the earthquake happens. Uh, my, my, my house will be, be the only one standing. Right? What did Psalm 91 say? A thousand falls to my side and ten thousand to my right hand. It'll not come nigh me. Amen. So I, I want to live that way. Don't you want to live that way? Wouldn't that be wonderful to live that way? If, well, it, 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 if, if it happened to a thousand, it's going to happen to me. If it, it's happened to a thousand people, it's probably going to happen to me. No. And he said, and he goes on, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's 10,000. If 10,000 people fall at my right hand, it ain't coming near me. 
Well, you know, uh, if flu's going around, it's probably come, come, going to come near me. I'm probably going to get it. If 10,000 people get the flu, that would be like everybody in Dayton. I'm not getting it. Amen. Amen. Isn't that what he says? That's the way I want to live. When I read these things, I, Lord, I can live this way. I get so excited when I read these. I can live this way, Lord. Even if I'm not living this way, I can still be excited, Lord. I'm going to get there. And you said it's easy to get there, here and do. He didn't say climb a mountain, swim the ocean, right? Count to a gazillion backwards. It's just here and do. It's here and do. Well, who's capable of doing that? Everybody in, in the whole world is capable of doing that. Amen? Now, and if we'll do that, then this is the way we want to be. We want to be people that, that when, when they look at my life, I want, them to, I want everyone to think he hadn't been through anything. Nothing's ever happened to him. He's not through, been through a single storm, through, through a single storm, through a single flood, through a single tornado. Nothing. He, he's avoided all of life tragedies. No, I've walked through every one of them. Amen? Amen. And come out exactly the same way at the end as I was at the beginning. Unchanged. Amen? Unshaken. Unmoved. Not a single inch off the foundation. Isn't that what Jesus said? If he said that, that, that Lord, I want to live that way. Now, if you say those words, Lord, I want to live this way, then what's he going to do? He's going to give you a list. Well, then start with this thing right here. That word you keep saying right there, get that out of your vocabulary. That action you do right there, get that out of your, uh, out of your, out of your life there, right there. Those thoughts you have about your neighbor or your brother or your sister, stop, stop ever thinking about that again. Hear and do. And, and of course, what, he's going to start out with something really simple, and he's going to see what you do. Right. Well, we'll start doing that. Well, Lord, I can't do that. Then you don't want to live this way. And that's what he'll say. Then you, don't, you, don't, you really don't want to be successful. Because I am guarantee you, if you say, I want to live this way, he'll give you a list. Here's how to, here's how to uh, get there. Amen? You're going to have to hear and you're going to have to do. And if you want, only want to hear and not do, then you can't be successful. If you want to do and have the appearance without hearing, you're still not going to be successful. You've got to hear and do. And can you do that? Easiest thing in the world to do it. If you, if you, if you want to live this way bad enough, easiest thing in the world, just do it. Amen? Easiest thing in the world. It's not hard. Uh, and I know, I know I say that a lot of times. People go, well, it's hard for me. <laughs> it's, it's not really hard. Now, you may say it's hard, but it's not hard. Amen? Easiest thing in the world. Amen? Uh, and so let's pray and thank the Lord for that. And, and that, that's, that's the Sermon on the Mount. Wouldn't, that a great, wouldn't you love to have been there? Yeah. I mean, just, just think about hearing Jesus say all these things. And, and so many of the things are completely radical. Things they'd never heard before. Right? They've been so steeped in a religion of the Old Covenant. Uh, so many of the things that Jesus said, they're like, what? <clears throat> uh, we can live that way? Uh, and he's like, yes. All you got to do, hear and do. Amen? Uh, and and uh, when I read that, I get so excited. I want to be completely and totally successful in my entire life. Amen? And, and, uh, and I'm surely not there yet, but I'm, I'm way farther than I was when I started this a long time ago. Amen? I'm so much farther now than when I started many years ago, and I'm so thankful for where I am today compared to where I was, uh, you know, when I started my, my walk with the Lord. Amen? And I'm going to keep on hearing, and I'm going to keep on doing, and, and I'll get to a point where, where the whole world will explode, and it'll be like, what? Nothing's changed in my life. Exactly the same. Amen? Uh, and if Jesus says I can live that way, I have complete confidence I have the ability to get there. So let's pray and thank the Lord for His Word today. So Father, we do thank You for... Uh, this great and mighty sermon that you've given to us, Father. We thank you for that. Father, we can read uh, uh, what you've said, hear what you've said, Father, and do them. And, and if we'll do that, you said, Father, that, that you will be like a, a house built on, on the foundation of rock, immovable, unchangeable, undefeatable, complete and total victory in every area of our life. Father, we can choose to live that way. All we have to do is hear and do. And Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that, that that's your promise. You said that we can live that way. Father, this is not just us desiring to be that way. You told us we can be that way. And if, Father, we can be, then we will be. And so, Father, we give you the praise and the honor for these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise God. I preach myself happy. I don't know if you're as happy as I am, but I'm pretty happy. Amen. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm just, I love the Word of God. When I read verses like that, I think, Lord, that's just... That's so good to live that way. Amen? And, you know, sometimes you look around and you go, why aren't we living this way? Why isn't the church so successful? Why is the church so beat down and, 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 and bedraggled and barely getting by? And, why, you know, why can't we be full of joy all the time? Unchangeable all the time, right? 
Uh, so many Christians that just, uh, they just walk around just, just, they're just so sad and depressed and you think, you're going to heaven, how bad can it be? It just, I don't know, it's just really odd, odd thing to me, amen? Uh, and I'm so, so, so thankful as I started reading the Word of God many years ago. These verses like this would just, just, just reach out and, just, uh, and inspire me to be better. Inspire me that, Lord, I can live a life full of joy. Amen? And, and the, these have been around for centuries. 20 centuries these have been around. Uh, and, and how much of the church is living this way? Uh, uh, you know, it's in, spite of, in spite of ourselves, we're still going to make it. Amen? Because the Lord's merciful and kind. And so, well, let's get ready to receive this morning's tithes and offerings. We appreciate your giving and goodness and, and, uh, to give to the Lord. Amen? And um, I did want to give you an update uh, on the... Uh, the property in the back there that we've talked about that the, um, the city was going to buy, they, they've, they've got a, it's under contract now. Uh, and uh, as I'm telling you, Jared come ahead and received the offering. And so uh, the city bought that property behind there. And so the only thing better than buying your own property for a parking lot is for somebody else to buy a property for a parking lot. Amen. Uh, and so they're going to buy all that and turn all that into a parking lot and pave all this here. Uh, I think they're going to pave it all the way up to, up to here. So we're going to try to Make sure we get in on that, on that deal and um, anything that they can't pay because the church owns it, then we'll make sure that we get, uh, we get paved. So we may have to spend some money to get the, the last little bit paid, but the, eventually all of that will be paid from the side here all the way to the back there. And, um, and so then, uh, you know, as the church grows, we need to use that middle section there, and we've got two, 300 people here, amen? amen. Then we'll have plenty of parking, yes. uh, and, and all paid for by the city, Amen. Of course, I've paid for it because I pay taxes. Even the church pays taxes, you know, because our buildings that, that aren't being used for uh, church purposes yet, we still have to pay property tax. Now, when we use it for church functions, we can actually get a, a, an exemption. Uh, but I don't have any problem paying property taxes. Amen. It's a part of the deal. And so, so all of that, uh, uh, I, I don't know any of the schedule when they're going to pave all that, uh, but we're thankful that, uh, uh, that uh, the Lord would work that out. Amen. Because otherwise, we'd have had to buy that. And we would have bought it. I mean, you know, the Lord would have provided for it. Uh, but um, only thing better than buying your own parking lot, let somebody else buy your parking lot. Amen. Uh, and so we're thankful for that. So praise God. All right. I think, uh, Jerry, you got, you got something? All right. So, uh, Jerry, and at the end of it, once you.